Hey there, fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. I'm Mark Francis, once again, your host for today. I'm joined by three other guys with me. Super excited to have four people in the podcast booth today for a fellowship family episode. And um, I'm just going to flat out just fire away. I mean, I've got John Avery, Caleb Pearson, Brian Weir. How are you guys? Doing well. Yeah? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. When was the last time you had four? We fit. We fit. Barely. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. barely. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, we have had more than four before. Okay. Uh, what? Up to five. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been, it's even the been unique. Mm-hmm. But, okay. you know, with, yeah. this, with this cohort here, I'm excited. Yeah. So give us just real quick your, um, your position here at church, Brian. Yeah, I'm the director of children's ministry. I uh, just celebrated a year last week. Wow. So. Yes. That's amazing. Time flies. That's, That's time crazy. Flies. It's yeah. awesome. A great year. Caleb, what's your uh, role? Director of student ministry and also young adult ministry as well. Been here. I've been in that role for two and a half years, but been on staff for five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John? Um, pastor of family and biblical soul care ministry. And... Uh, been here since 2001, so I don't want to do the math. What a, what a flex. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm 2000. Oh, it's so you have me. 20, but not my staff until a certain, you. you know, my, my, my staff anniversary is always a shock to me because yeah. I never really know when they officially claim they started me here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. but I've been here since yeah. 1996, so if you guys need to know where anything is, yes. just let me know. Thank You're you. man. Yes. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Uh-huh. You win. Do we need to get um, your parents on the phone again to verify that that date is accurate? Okay. Well, I want to just uh, say, what do the three of you guys have in common? Um, Yes, um, you're all believers. Yes, you're all guys. Hmm. Yes, you work here at church. And then beyond that, there is a common interest um, of where your ministries intersect. And so, John, I want to just turn it over to you just to share from your family perspective how you get a chance to partner with Caleb and youth and how you get a chance to partner with Brian, with kids, what that looks like behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah, we, um, we all have uh, a desire to partner with parents. That phrase has been said over and over here at FBC, and, uh, but we, we mean it. It's our, it's our heart's desire. Um, and... Uh, you know, when Pastor Charlie was here, um, he and I uh, would meet um, on uh, uh, and, and John Morrison. We would meet together, the three of us, and so we have continued, uh, carried on the, the tradition of the three of us. Every Thursday, we get together at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, we pray together, we we share together, and then we we discuss uh, what are some ways that we can help um, parents, um, you know. Disciple their disciple their kids at home. I mean, we have a role because the church is so important, and there's so many one another uh, commands within the New Testament. You know, we we want to um, encourage parents. We want to pray for parents. We want to come alongside and help bear the burdens of parents. We all of these things. You know, but we also want to help equip parents. Um, you know, in in this uh, whole idea of what it means to help their 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 children grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like it can be very easy for the three of us to go our own separate way, too. It, it could be easy to not meet and to feel like I'm I'm doing something totally separate from Brian and, and John, but it's been cool to meet weekly and understand if, if there's a family life emphasis at FPC, and there clearly is, we, we are an extension of that. And Brian and I had the opportunity to go to John. John was my youth pastor here mm-hmm. at the church growing up, so it's it's been very easy and encouraging for me to go to him and say, hey, here's what we're dealing with. But we really want to make sure we're not just saying, 
partner with parents in the discipleship of their students, but we're actually we're actually doing that. Mm-hmm. Brian, what does partner with parents mean to you? It's a good question. Um, I shared with you before we started this is that uh, the buzzword I feel like around here is discipleship, right? And so we're all called to be disciples of Jesus Christ, to disciple one another. But in our ministries, as we said, the parents are the primary disciple makers. So we have to partner with those parents. Um, and so I'll admit, sometimes that's a challenge because um, you asked how many hours in a week, 160 hours in a week, right? 168 hours in a week. You know, we only have one to two hours a week with these kids or even with these parents. So it's a challenge. Um, so we're always thinking, how can we do that better? Um, and it's just constantly in communication with the parents and the kids and just making the best use of our time while they're here. It's funny when you say it that way, um, it's the parents who really spend the time with the children. Correct. And yet in many circles, in many Christian circles, parents will just say, okay, I'm dropping the kids off at youth group and dropping the kids off at Sunday school. Go do your thing. Go teach them about God. And then let's do it again next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing happening in the home. You right. know? And that's, I think, the heart of, I think, yeah. where the elders said, okay, we need to really circle the wagons yes. and focus on the family. Yeah. You know, we had a, a years ago um, re- reading a book, and a guy named Mark DeVries was talking about this idea of partnering with parents. And uh, and he painted this picture in his book of this this idea that each child needs a web of support. You know, so they, they have their main influencers, which... Um, you know, from the Bible, it's the parents. Uh, but then the church is, is the, the body of Christ is that web of support. And, and what that might look like, you know, specifically is they, they have, they have um, youth pastors, they have children's pastors, they have um, uh, these guys that come alongside, they have um, small group leaders, Club 56 uh, small mm-hmm. group leaders, and and so that's another mm-hmm. web of support. Then they have their friends who are believers, and you know, you the, we want to create these webs of support for for these for these uh, kids, that um, so that they can continually be influenced of the things of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know one thing Brian and I see often is that, or at least it can be easy for us to say, you know, you're the you're the future church. We're going to train you. We're going to we're going to help raise you right, and then once you're an adult, hopefully. You're right as rain, but mm-hmm. but these kids are the present church. They mm-hmm. they can start yes. to serve. They can start to belong, and so I know that's our passion and interest to make sure we're not just over a specific age group, but we are we are an extension of mm-hmm. of the elders and this body, so that right. families feel served by what we're doing, and we're not just checking boxes, but we're changing lives. That's mm-hmm. and, it, and it's an opportunity. Uh, as you were saying that, uh, reminded me. It's uh, you know, for these for these young kids, for these uh, middle schoolers, for the teenagers. Uh, we want them to connect, grow, and serve as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's just not the adults that we're talking to on That's Sunday good. morning. We want everyone to understand they're a body, the body of Christ as well, and they can connect, grow, and serve. And that's ultimately the, the mission statement of FBC, you mm-hmm. know, out of a desire to glorify God as a spiritual community. Well, that community includes mm-hmm. children, yeah. youth, yeah. and students mm-hmm. uh, to prepare and deploy dependent disciples. Right. And back to what you're saying, Brian, this idea of discipleship in the home is critical. Sure. Uh, and these kids, these students, um, can also participate in discipleship. Um, you know, so it's it's neat to see that happening at FBC. Again, mm-hmm. I think the state of the union mm-hmm. right here in our church, I think, is strong. The, the ministries are in place. However, you guys are still burdened to, to find more opportunities to partner with parents because yes you're engaging with the kids you're engaging with the students um on a weekly basis but how much are you actually engaging with parents and Mm -hmm. so how 
share kind of the vision of what you want to see potentially happen in the weeks, months, years to come. Not that the mission statement of FPC changes, <laughs> but what what are you hoping to see accomplished over these next months and years to come to partner better with parents? <clears throat> well, I'll respond to that because one thing I want to make clear is that I can't do this alone. Right, this is a large ministry, um, and there's a large team of volunteers that are important in this role. So, one of the things we did at the beginning of last fall was uh, to have this meet the teacher. You know, to mm -hmm. have the parents actually meet the teacher and try to force some engagement with the teachers and their parents. And so, I think that's important that we continue to to focus on that. That it takes a team. It takes hundreds of volunteers um, to to come alongside these parents and to get to know them better. It's just not. I can't do all this, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just it's it's building those leaders um, in your teams and those uh, volunteers to to take an active role in connecting with these parents and, and knowing them outside of just the pick up and hand off on a Sunday morning. I love when we have membership Sunday, you know, where you 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 have the new members of FBC be on stage, um, and and there's this kind of collaboration. Of, yes, we're in a we're in a partner together. We're in a serve together or child dedication, you know, and you have the congregation stand be like, you see that that newborn infant on stage? Caleb, you just, you just participated in that a little mm -hmm. while ago. Mm -hmm. And you're looking out at everybody, and they're agreeing to partner with you. Mm -hmm. how, I mean, how did that make you feel? <clears throat> really good. Yeah, process? I mean, that was surreal to me because I was once up there doing that in this church. But e even for Brian and I's relationship, I'm, I'm now stepping into, he's he's shepherding that morning and, and walking us through it. And I, I get to look out at all those people. And, and I had just preached a couple weekends before that but now here I am very much amongst peers who have kids and we're all dedicating to this body and the more we can do things like that the, the better the more we can all be in the same space and, and get to know man these these really are my people mm -hmm. because the, the parents can also be discipling other parents yeah. Kids, oh, yeah as they're serving or just as they're walking through the hallways mm -hmm. of church or you bump into them at Costco I mean there's all kinds of opportunities where we are a church family, mm -hmm. and we're in this together. It doesn't, you, you can't just dump on the staff of a church to, sure. to disciple the kids. <clears throat> well, yeah. And parents I, need that help. They do. And, you know, and <clears throat> so my, my children are now five children who are adults now, and some of them have them on, mm -hmm. on just my, my kids alone. And I know mm -hmm. that. That, that story is shared by many, but yeah. Not to brag, but many of them worked for me at some yeah. point in time. So you there know? you go. So there there's you go. some discipleship of, almost, of yes. the hard knocks of how, That's to, right. how to take a job, too. Right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's for another episode. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you would ask, what, what is it that maybe we want to we mm -hmm. see in the future? Um, you know, one of the things is this idea of just increased biblical dependency. Mm. Uh, we cannot, we, we are lost without hearing from God. And what he says a family should be, um, the the role of a of a dad, the role of a mom, um, how we interact, the role of a children of, of children. You know, this this idea of of an increased biblical dependency is what we're. That's until Jesus comes back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so job security there, as as far as just this idea of discipleship, we we just uh, we want to encourage that in the home more and more and more. If I can read two verses, fire away. Okay, one is uh, Psalm. Uh, 119 24 it says your testimonies also are my delight they are my counselors um, and and so God's word is he, you know he's saying he delights in God's word but God's word um, counsels him it, it is uh, where he gets his wisdom how do I do what I'm supposed to do he gets it from God's word another one 
um, 7324, Psalm 7324, with your counsel, you will guide me and afterwards receive me to glory. I think that's just so neat that it's basically from, from when I enter this earth to when I see him face to face, it's about him counseling me mm. with his testimonies, with his word. And so that's God's expectation is, is that we would be looking to him from birth to death on how to on how to do life, mm. and you know, specifically how to do family life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's just talk a little bit about what that looks like um, in real practical applications here coming up. Mm-hmm. Thinking about you know we're in, we're entering the summer. Summer is here. Schools are out. Graduations have happened. All those good things. Um, Let's just turn to the home center first, because over the last couple of weeks, we've been engaging with telling the people to go to the home center for different summer resources. Yes. So what are some resources that we're currently providing? And then yeah. we'll talk about other things as well. Sure. Well, um, we have these things called D6 devotionals and stands for Deuteronomy 6 because mm-hmm. it talks about in Deuteronomy 6 talks about this idea of first the parents um, having a love relationship with the father. And, and then impressing God's word on the, on the parent's heart, on their own heart, so that then it's an outflow to their kids of having formal times in the word, but also informal times. And so these D6 devotionals, all different age groups, parents, kids, um, they're really, really well done. And, um, and so people have been enjoying them and uh, they're being you know, taken off the shelf there. And, and so that's one resource that a whole family can take that and, uh, and be ministered to. Um, throughout the summer we'd encourage mm-hmm. that the other thing is we have some uh kind of summer activity ideas you know some fun things to do with family and and some things that you can um kind of bring in the word of god when you're watching movies or you're you're doing things at home um you know just this idea of how can we have fun times together um and and have uh teachable moments during those fun times as well mm-hmm. so there's there's some resources down there yeah for that. Be- because as a parent we're we're all now parents. Caleb, congratulations once again for hey, now man. joining yeah. the crowd, I'm part of the club. being a parent. Nice work. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes you might be thinking, well, how, what do I do to disciple my kid? Mm-hmm. What, what material, what content, what book? You know, and you're mentioning a few things, mm-hmm. but just off the cuff, what, what do you guys, where do you point people to go when a parent asks you that question, Caleb, in the, in the student ministries? Yeah, I mean, first off, there's two potential ditches. One is it's entirely on the church, so the culture is drop off and the church will handle it. The other is what we don't want to have happen either, where parents feel like it's totally on them to figure it out on their own and and they're lost. And so I think there's a lot about depending on the age, I think season of life and and age of their, their spiritual growth and where they're at in life is important as well. But to be able to not... Um, keep them just within the context of youth ministry. So if I have a parent come up to me and say, I have a you know, question about this, that, and the other, and their student's already in my youth group, there's context there and communication mm-hmm. that can happen. Uh, I'll, I'll know the kid or know what small group he's in. So I could say, you know, his small group leaders, that he's been coming to small group for the last six to seven months. When's the last time you, you touched base with the small group leader? Maybe he has some context there mm-hmm. just helping build that bridge. But the other thing is I love pointing our parents to the home center. I love that I have a church around me that basically, I guess what I'm saying is I, we don't have to stay in youth ministry for long. There are so many other resources, so many other ways, because oftentimes the encouragement they need is really another family or other parents to, to listen. You know, I'm, I'm happy to listen to our parents, but I will only become more qualified for some of those conversations as my, my son and, and our kids or whatever age. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to point them other directions and then just 
keeping that line of communication open so it's not just a drop them off once a week context. And so one thing I wanted to share, you're talking about what we're doing in the future. Mm -hmm. In years past, we've made efforts to partner with parents and often that has looked like every August with a ministry launch, sometimes between services, the three of us will get together, we'll have a little pamphlet with our, our picture, our name and a brief summary and we'll invite parents out to that and say, hey, we're about to launch a year, here's who we are, if you have any questions, great. And then we just kind of go. Mm-hmm. But that that has basically fallen flat over the years or hasn't really done enough justice for how burdened our hearts are for it. Right. And so we want to devote special attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. And let's put a pause on there's going to be an event they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk and wrap up the resource conversation. So, Brian, mm-hmm. for younger kids and for, for parents who have, uh, you know, four-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. Sure. What... If somebody's floundering, you know, like, what do I do with these kids to give them a little devotional or a you know thing to do? Right. Well, we have various resources, like Caleb said. Depending on the age, there's different resources, and depending on the issue, um, we could hand them, you know, numerous pamphlets. But I, I go back to what we've been saying. It's it's obviously content is important. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's also those relationships within the church and being in community with one another. And so, going back to your question about the this long term vision, I mean, my hope is that when someone comes to me and say, "Hey, I'm really," struggling with this issue with my kid, what do I do? I can go to these guys or community group leaders and say, hey, this, this couple has been through this before. Maybe it would be best for you to talk with them and they can come alongside you and help mm-hmm. you with this. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my vision is that we're one big family helping each other with these issues. There's been plenty of people that have gone before them that have gone through these same issues with their children. So I think it's a, it's a balance of the not just the content, but also the, the relationships yeah. with each yeah, other. Yeah, that's good. I mean, for me, when my kids were that age, we just sat down and opened scripture, right? Sure. So John, mm-hmm. back to what you're saying, yeah. mm-hmm. just going through a book of the Bible together, you know, a couple nights a week or whatever, whatever it would be, we just pour right through it. Right. You know, we did John, we did Luke, we did Acts, we did Revelation. I mean, we did Ruth. You name it. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just, it just gives you the stories and the context sure. of who mm-hmm. God is to just let the word mm-hmm. come to the forefront with the kids. Yeah. Um, but I will put a plug in because sometimes you still want to say, well, I want to get about a topic and. How am I going to disciple somebody? What are the key things to know about God? In a couple of weeks, hopefully we're going to have an episode that is focused on the discipleship component here at the church. Um, We're going to have some people talk about kind of what are some of the pillars? What are some of the foundational things Mm -hmm. that we want everybody to be rooted in? So be on the lookout for that. That's Mm -hmm. a little teaser for you because I know Tim Sanford and the discipleship ministry is working on that. Very good stuff. So um, let's talk about the summer activities and what are what is happening here where parents can make connections with one another, with, uh, with other uh, families here at the church, with you guys, what, what things are going on? And I'll, Brian, I'll start with you. First thing is going to be... Uh, yeah, it's three letters, one. VBS. VBS. Right. And so what does that stand for? Come on. Vacation Bible School. Okay. So <laughs> how, does, how does that look like? What is, what is partnering with parents? mean to you when you're talking about VBS? Yeah, a couple of things. I mean, it takes a lot of, once again, I go back to the this team concept. It takes a lot of people to pull off VBS. We have a director's behind the scene that did this podcast with you last week. and um, But there's more than that. I mean, there's 100 plus volunteers that participate in that. So in a lot of cases, um, you'll see families all serving together, you know, husband, wife, mm-hmm. kids, teens, and, and things of that nature. So um, I think it's a great opportunity for families to come together. And as they're serving alongside other families, you know, building connections with, with fellow servants, um, also obviously with the kids that they're serving as well. Um, so I think that's a big element of VBS right mm-hmm. there. So that's, that's one thing down the road. Caleb, youth? 
Yeah, so youth just ended the the kind of weekly season of Wednesday night ministry, but we will have summer large groups throughout the summer. One thing we're offering June 12th through 16th is Disciple Makers Multiply is what it's called, but a group out of Texas will be here all week working through verse-by-verse uh, books of the Bible. They did First uh, Peter last year, and so they'll be back. They've also recruited a couple youth students who actually flew to Texas a couple weeks ago to train for it. They'll be back here teaching through that. Um, not obviously specifically for parents, but that there'll be a lot of ways to follow up and say, hey, here's what they just went through in, in totality. It's just the scripture uh, following up with that. And then throughout the summer, there'll be opportunities to invite parents out to some of the activities we're doing. And then by the time August comes around, we'll be ready to launch again. Good. So. And so August then kind of in a, in a family setting, school starts. Very much so. You know, and so mm-hmm. what can we do at the beginning of the launch of school year to help partner with parents? John, what do we have coming up for, well, uh, for parents Well, I'd like to mention the baptism. Baptism, uh, yes. Baptism is, is a great opportunity. It's going to be at the Strando Pool, and, you know, we spend the first hour of celebration and worship. Mm-hmm. Second here. Sunday of July. Yep. yep. I think July 12th, maybe? Ninth. Ninth? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> and, uh, yes, don't come on the 12th. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then, you know, then the second hour is just, you know, opportunities and and when i'm there you know when i when i go there it's, it's just neat to see all the people just talking together fellowshipping mm-hmm. together and, mm-hmm. and making those connections great opportunities yeah fellowship there yeah so those are three key things in the summertime yeah. and then where i was alluding to here in uh the end of august um, we're having what's called a parent summit so unpack that for us who's up I'm, i can do it do it man yeah, so in lieu of a, a between Sunday services or a, or a one-off thing, we really want to create a culture where we get a chance to br- offer a tremendous time of discussion, equipping, and training to our parents. And so the, the goal is to have our first ever FBC Parent Summit. This is going to be Friday, August 18th uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. We're going to provide dinner, and what we're going to do is have a, a variety of different ways to give you guys uh, content and have a very good conversation that's going to involve time at tables, time in breakout groups. And what that does is enables our three ministries and the, the overarching goal that, that is shared to really launch well and lead to the next steps that FBC will continue to provide throughout the year. So, so whether it's community groups, biblical training center classes, what we're doing on the youth or children's front, this, this will help spearhead that. And, and it's really a circling of wagons so that families at FBC don't so easily feel overwhelmed or disjointed from what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's merit to all of us being able to say, hey, here here's what's on our hearts from a from a pastoral staff perspective, and here are some some of the things we're seeing in the lives of of kids, young kids mm-hmm. and youth, and and so on. And so John mentioned it earlier, biblical dependency and parenting is what that's all about. It's not about us telling you what to do. It's about us explaining that you can do it, and and we're here to help with that, and we want to be a part of of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So we're excited for it. I'm just going to read what you guys have written. Yeah, please it do. says, the objective of, of this is to increase biblical dependency in parenting by equipping with scriptural wisdom, intentional fellowship, and practical tools for ongoing application in family life. Wow. Let's let's unpack yeah. that a little bit more. Yeah. You know, the idea, um, uh, this here, this just as you were reading, I was reading this too, to, to elevate the scriptures as an everyday tool for all circumstances. Mm. Um, and uh, that that is, um, mm-hmm. we we are in desperate need to hear from God in in every in every uh, family situation. He, he's speaking, and uh, and so we want to share that we believe uh, this is how God is speaking, and and uh, and so we want to elevate the scriptures so that biblical dependency is something that um, you know. What does God have to say about this? 
You know, and, and what we think about God, as A.W. Tozer said, what we think about God is the most important thing about us. And, uh, and, and we believe he has a lot of answers, and a lot of wisdom. So here's where I see a slight shift in what has happened in years past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just give a quick summary of what we've attempted to do in the past of just use this time of launching kind of the new school year, the new church year, by informing parents um, what the curriculum is, what is happening with events for the year. Um, what to expect, kind of the the heart and the purpose of our ministry. This is doing that, but it's going a step further Mm -hmm. by actually equipping the parents and having what's called a summit, which will include breakout sessions that will be training classes for the parents. So yes, it's coming to gather information of what's happening this coming year, Mm -hmm. but more importantly, fellowship for parents to be attending Mm -hmm. and education and mm-hmm. training and equipping yeah is that yeah and, and the opportunity to to learn from each other you mm-hmm. know and 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 uh and just those those times at the table of, of talking and hearing from other parents and and uh who knows what god will do and how how god will bring people together that might be struggling with similar things or someone's a little further down the road that can help someone else and you know just these opportunities that god can provide mm-hmm. uh, and, and I, I, yeah i want i want the parents of of this church to to know what i'm seeing in my ministry, to know what these students are saying, to, to what, what is on the forefront of teens. I know he's seeing it in, in children's as well. Like It's just a great opportunity to avoid the only thing happening being, I launch with my volunteers on, on some date, and then I say, hey, parents, we're here for you. And then he does it separately, and John's always doing it separately and has the home center. But again, if that can all happen at once, and there's a, such a benefit of all of us coming together, because you, you don't have to just have kids a, a uni- a, in a unique age group to be a part of it. Uh, you can benefit from what Brian has to say if your kids are already out of children's ministry. And especially if they're not even in youth ministry yet, you mm-hmm. can totally benefit from, okay, th- mm-hmm. this is what that's like. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited at the thought of parents who in years past have accidentally always been thought of, in my mind, as, well, those are Brian's parents, mm-hmm. right? right? It's so easy to think that way. Right. They're in kids' ministry. So I'll deal with them when they're kids in seventh grade. What a silly mentality, right? I, I want to get to know them, and they deserve to get to know FBC more, what our ministry is about, mm-hmm. so that there's this roadmap for parenting so mm-hmm. they don't feel alone, and it's not like, oh, I finally feel like we mastered a stage, and now my kid's in a new season. We want to equip for that so we're prepared. Mm-hmm. Love it. And and so when we're talking about that equipping, mm-hmm. there will be three breakout sessions. Um, unpack what those options are going to look like. Yeah, I can go first. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we're hearing and seeing is just, um, I'll just say the the lack of authority that the kids have these days for their parents, and ultimately that's the lack of authority for God. Um, and so that's a that's a slippery slope. And, you know, there's this, there's this line between, you know, high control, which we obviously don't want to have in the whole, and everything is, um, you know, rules-based and things like that. Um, we, we're a grace-based church, right? So we want to raise our kids in grace, but some people think, well, that's a slippery slope too because you're just letting your kids do whatever they want, right? So that's, it's going back to what John said. It's, it's following the scriptures and what does God tell us um, and how to raise our kids in, in the way of the Lord. And I think that is, um, like I said, just having that ultimate fear and admonition of the Lord and respect him and know that all things come from him and that parents come from him and, and parents to uh, treat their kids uh, with grace the way uh, we're treated with grace. Mm. So that'll be one breakout session yeah. option. 
Yeah, so another. if that's authority in the home, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I'm excited to talk about is uh, dating and relationships, mm-hmm. uh, teenage wisdom. What, what does it look like to tackle those years? Um, and, to, and to borrow something John, John Avery has always said is that the Bible offers boundary is- issues, but also wisdom issues. If it's not explicit of the yes or no's and the commandments, what is it about wisdom in the Bible that can help us in what we often label as these huge gray areas? Where okay, I guess I have to figure it out from ground zero. And the in the biblical realities, that's not true. Uh, we we have scripture we can lean on. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of how big our church is, all of these parents, all these homes, and all these different expectations of dating is just an example of whether or not that's even happening in high school or college. But also just relationships, peer groups, as they are emerging as young adults, there are a lot of things that pop up. And and I've I've given a presentation like this before in college ministry and to my youth students, mm-hmm. but parents have never heard it directly. And so I'm very excited yeah. to share. Hey, I'm. I'm, I'm 27 years old, I'm, I'm out of college ministry, served there, I'm in youth now. I've seen this over and over, time and time again. Doesn't matter how old, doesn't matter gender or season of life, these are the things they are wrestling with, so. Mm. Good, yeah. John? You know, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna be sharing a little bit about this idea of uh, that when God created Adam and Eve, he created them um, as revelation receivers uh, to hear from him because they needed to know who they were their identity, and they needed to know what they were supposed to do. What was their purpose? Mm-hmm. And uh, and as God created them uh, before the fall, they were revelation receivers. So they're, we're not revelation receivers because we're sinful, although we need that desperately, but we're revelation receivers because we're human, and He's the Creator. So what does that mean for us? Um, you know, in in our, in our family life, but He also created us as interpreters. Our children are interpreting every mm-hmm. situation that happens in their life. And are they interpreting it on their own? Um, are they interpreting it from the world's perspective? Uh, or are they seen through the lens of Scripture as we teach them? And that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only are we revelation receivers are, and we are interpreters, but we're worshipers. Mm-hmm. And um, we are always worshiping someone or something. And things are vying for our allegiance and our affection. And they are vying for the allegiance and the affection of our kids' hearts. And so we're going to just be talking about those three things and what does God have to say about that and and just how important that is to realize as parents, but then also what does that look like to help my kid as as a worshiper who's interpreting um, and as a as as a as a young child that that desperately needs to be a revelation that is a revelation receiver and what does God have to say about all that? Mm-hmm. Those are all three great topics, and you, the parents, get a chance to choose two of them. Um, but yet we will still have outlines and information and content available yeah. after that. And as we as we kind of summarize that super briefly, obviously, yes. you, you can tell Brian's focusing on authority in the home. What does it look like to respect authority and to appreciate it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is often on the forefront of kids' ministry, not exclusive to it. And then dating and relationships happening more and more in youth. Mm-hmm. And then this identity and purpose, this worshipers, receivers, all that stuff. So you can kind of see how we're, I guess we're using our area of ministry as a yeah. foundation for this content. but. We're excited that parents will get an opportunity to visit multiple breakouts and then come back together to discuss it and feel equipped. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah, good. So mark it on your calendars. Friday night, August 18th mm-hmm. from 5 to 8. Dinner will be provided. Mm-hmm. There will be children's ministry available for ages 0 through 11. Mm-hmm. So that way both husband and wife can come. We want the whole families to participate. Mm-hmm. Food will be provided for those kids as well. Um, and it's just going to be a, a neat one-night opportunity to fellowship, to interact, 
and to learn more about God mm-hmm. and how he's called us all to be parents. And can I add one thing too? Yes. We, we've been working on this for months and months. This is something we hope to, to really ingrain in the culture of our mm-hmm. church. We don't want to just try it this year and mm-hmm. then that's it. We, right. we I would love, we would love for this to be a part of that busy launch season mm-hmm. so that all of our families feel like, okay, it's about to get busy. Things are about to start, you know, a new year for my kid, whatever. But hopefully this is something that people really start to look forward to. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, and that, that weekend, that same weekend is going to be move up Sunday. Correct. That would happen. So right. easy to mark your calendars. That's the weekend where things are really launching for mm-hmm. the school year here at FBC. And we want to get it to you guys early. In advance because we do want you to register um, it's going to be important for us to yes know that you're coming but how can we best prepare and have appropriate amount of food for you and everything there will be ten dollar charge per family mm-hmm. or five dollars per person mm-hmm. so you can pick and choose which is best for you mm-hmm. okay bring your family ten dollars mm-hmm. if you're the only parent that's able to come and make it five dollars mm-hmm. yeah. that's just and that's just to help cover the costs of the food mm-hmm. and, and things that are going on there mm-hmm. so thank you guys so much um, I just want to wrap it up and see if there's any final thoughts from you guys that we, things that we didn't touch on that you wanted to cover summarize it for us we are looking forward to what God is um, mm-hmm. gonna be doing I mean we're we've been praying uh, we, we pray for uh, the families at FBC uh, we are one family of lots of families, and uh, you know we we just want to help one another. That's the whole that's the whole point. Um, and uh, so we we want to look to the Lord uh, in in dependence because uh, it really is all about Him, and uh, and we we have no good besides Him. So that's what we're wanting to mm-hmm. really encourage parents. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And I would say I don't want this to just be a one time thing. I know you're talking about doing it annually or whatever going forward, but even as a launch to the season, mm-hmm. like my my hope is that someone, multiple families come to these sessions and they say, you know, that was 20 minutes, that was great, but I I want more of this and I need more people around me to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to talk through this and walk through mm-hmm. this with me. Maybe we we create a community group that focuses on this issue with these parents for you know the mm-hmm. upcoming weeks or months yes. or whatever. So to me, it's it's a, it's a launch into greater things, not just a one night thing. And then, you know, see you next year kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That's great. Good. And due to the nature of table groups, we, we hope to hear from our parents too. It's not just that they'll be sitting there hearing from us, but we, we want to be able to learn from each other and, and, mm-hmm. and we'll be communicating this all summer long as well. So go ahead and put it on your calendars. If you have questions, if you don't have a firm grasp of what it's going to look like, you will get that. And, and we very much look forward to it. Partnering with parents. You'll continue to hear that month after month mm-hmm. here at FBC. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We continue to want you to be engaged in the conversation. So let us know um, if you have thoughts or questions. Hunt these guys down. Um, Let us know what more um, just content that you're looking for. If you have questions about how to disciple your children, Um, just that's why we're here. Compliments can be sent to me and Brian. Complaints to John. Perfect. Perfect. Yep, And my email is Mark. C at FBCV. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, go to the website, fbcva.org, to go ahead and get registration happening right away. Um, let us know how many of your kids are coming as well, and that'll get us going. So August 18th, guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening, and until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. Mm-hmm.